into it. We roll. We don't even That's introduce the best way to do Oh, it. what's really good? We got Lucho oh, in the shit. building. What's Welcome that? to the slide through episode 51. You already know the fifty one fifty in this. Yay. Man, it might have to be a party in here right now. We got Lucho in the building. We got to give him a, a little party. bit of an explosion right quick. Everybody, man, this is my guy right here, everybody. What do y'all know about Lucho? What's good man, tonight, Man, they don't know bro? nothing, but they finna find out right quick. What are you quick, doing, you know man? I'm doing, I'm blessed. Yeah, blessed. blessed. Honestly, like, the, I woke up and I was, like, feeling sick all day. Oh, no. Yeah, all day. I had a headache. My nose was all stuffy. Like, what? I was like, man, I think I had, like, the prerequisites for some churros going on. But I was like, <laughs> man, I just been yakking on this kombucha, you feel me? And I'm feeling feeling better. That yeah, kombucha. the kombucha will get you back. It'll get you Got right. You on that gut health. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. That's, like, where your immune system lives, too. So people Fact don't know that. that. They got to take that, care uh, of their gut, and then they won't that, get sick. Mm-hmm, that I'm, biological not a, I'm not a huge flora. fan of kombucha no more. I uh, feel like I, I was drinking too much of it, and I think it made me constipated, believe it or not. Really? Like, well, you know, there's a lot of probiotics in it. And yeah. So yeah, that probiotics, back you up. That should, like, clear you out. But if you take too many probiotics, like, so the people who have, who have to take a lot of probiotics, if they take too many, you know, it actually makes it harder for you to poop. Did you know yeah. that? Yeah. What That's you want to do is you want to take a prebiotic about two hours before Right. Yeah. You take a prebiotic and then you take the probiotic and then, uh, yeah, take some water with that. that that's the right part. Out. I think that's the part Never people don't really know. They just they just think probiotic. And yeah, I'm going to take this and I'm going to I'm going to be able to do my thing or whatever. I, I tell you what, I didn't have that problem uh, over the weekend. I was, <laughs> I was just talking <laughs> yeah, about alcohol. Uh, shit, <laughs> dude, well, alcohol and then all of the uh, the pastor tacos I was eating and just oh. everything I was eating. It oh, wasn't like Choto style, but like I was ready. I was ready. Yeah. And I'm still experiencing that till today because, you know what? I actually got a whole bunch of uh, chips from the, you know, the little corner stores out there or whatever and brought them back. And so I got the hot Cheetos, but they're different than the yeah. ones out here. Like all of the chips, like anything that, you know, like snack style out here. It's real it's different. There. Like, yeah, they make it different. Not I'm that like, chemical yeah, can't they make it this good? Like Tostitos, here, like, they got a different one out there. They got everything different out there. Even the Doritos out there are different. Yeah, they all taste it. The cheese tastes different. It's all different. You want to know what the difference is? Out there, that shit is smacking. And out here, it's all fucking garbage. I know, for us. <laughs> That's real talk, though. I think it's because everything is like pasteurized out here and there's different. And processed. And processed. God. Okay. That's got to well, be what it is. The, the thing that's different is we have so many laws out here and there's so many regulations so that what they do is they a part of putting so many chemicals in like the food and snacks. It's not only like as like a preservative, but it's a safeguard for them to be like, you didn't catch no bacteria. You didn't get no um, worm or anything because we have this chemical and it prevents that. And this kills this and this, this preserves that, you know what I mean? And so apart from that, I mean, the, there's a lot of ingredients that are banned outside of the U S for to yeah. be used in food that mm-hmm. we fucking put sprinkle on all our food over here. It's, fucking crazy right. mm-hmm. you know speaking of food i uh i just got done smashing some chick-fil-a right <clears throat> whatever lucho just took out of his mouth landed on mine i swear to god <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy i i have not experienced like any 
any computer <laughs> problems until we try to add Lucho to the chat. As soon as you want to know what it is, what so you got going on over there, Lucho? You, you're throwing things through the screen. You put viruses in my so, computer. I'm pulling in so much power over here, bro. By the grace of God alone, we got this shit <laughs> popping. You feel me? I fucking love it, man. I fucking love it. Shit. Oh man, I wasn't supposed to cuss. Oh dang it! Man. Are we doing like a non-cussing thing no, over here? We're no, it's not. That. Oh, okay, because you brought the wrong person on. The I know, show. I know, I know. I mean, I'm trying to be more like friendly, right? More, uh, more like you know, all ages type of more shit. No, not necessarily. Yeah. What'd you say, Stella? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? More monetizable. Monetiz- yeah. yeah, more advertiser friendly. friendly. That's all. That's Advertise. all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like this podcast, I mean, I mean, obviously we're not changing the way it is or nothing, but you know, I've been, you know, just trying to trying to watch my 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 link. You don't have to watch your mouth by no means necessary, though. Do not listen to me. Yeah. yeah In I'm no just, way, shape, or form. I'm just trying does, to, the, does the statements of Lucho man uh, Lucho more reflective views <laughs> of the show? We already know this exactly. episode is not getting monetized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this Bruh, is not nothing it, I do gets monetized. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Lucho's podcast isn't getting monetized for jack shit, dude. I'm no, into that. There's no I'm way. Like no. We're just gonna chalk this one up already. <laughs> Facts. He's just oh, gonna have snap. to count on viewer right, donation. So, <laughs> back to what I was saying about the chicken. I'll show my right? feet. What's up? So I'm about to nice blow feet. everybody's mind because this is something I just found out. And I feel like you listening to this right now, you're about to just find this out as well. So they actually have eight ounce squeezable bottles of all of their sauces at chick-fil-a and you don't have to hassle with the checking through the bag to see if they put all of your sauces or nothing you could just go to their menu actually i don't even think it's on their menu but they have them on the online menu and you can order eight ounce bottles so you could just you know get rid of that searching through the bag seeing what they got and you like actually as a matter of fact i'm going to instagram this on my story tonight that's how mind blown i was you can buy a Real gallon talk. of that fire ass lemonade too. Oh, the lemonade! No, that's the true. Shit. I uh, <laughs> back in the day, I used to date a girl who worked at Chick Fil A, and uh, that was like a big thing that they had. Dude, that was a, that was a keeper right, right there. Chicks that I mean, it was and it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk, man, that was a keeper right there. I would have stuck with the Chick Fil A. Actually, you want to know something crazy? Speaking about sauces and Chick Fil A, I actually broke up with a chick before because she didn't get me any sauce after buying me Chick Fil A. Ooh, true wow. story yeah that's she didn't kind of respect it though you feel me that's disrespect i don't respect it you don't respect how many it times did you make her come every time you had sex um are oh, you asking me or jimmy uh, <laughs> no the one who breaks up with chicks over fucking chick-fil-a sauce how you not gonna bring me some barbecue sauce with my chick-fil-a sandwich and fries like come on man get up out of here are man you, you out of here girl are you for oh, real? Don't you ever make that mistake, Stella, with any of the guys you talk to. <laughs> what, you don't bring so them they don't sauce? Bring me sauce. If they don't I bring me sauce, I guarantee you're about to get tossed. I got the sauce. Oh, yeah. We ain't got to bring oh. the sauce. We are the sauce. I am the fucking sauce. Thank you. <laughs> oh, oh, excuse Shit. me. Excuse me. Oh, All man, natural yeah. sauce. Be like, where's the, the sauce at? Be like, bitch, it ain't on me. It's in me. Oh, snap. That deserved a bomb right there, but I have to let everybody know what they're listening to right now. We have any more bombs. People are going to think this is World War II. You feel it me? Is, so it is. Sad. It's the Side Frame Chronicles. <laughs> don't, don't worry, hold on. <laughs> it's the Side don't, Friend Chronicles. Lucho, don't Trump. lose it. It might land in my mouth again. Oh, yeah. If you spit. <laughs> <laughs> 
there's always something landing in your mouth, huh? <laughs> oh my gosh, I gotta give Whoa, myself a laugh. We gotta turn that to a gift. Somebody, yo, you know, let's get uh, HR over here. Turn this I'm into surprised. a surprised. I am so surprised out of all the shit that I've done so far on this podcast. There aren't gifts of me, like gifts. Of we've you? done. We're like, yeah, because I'll you be like gifs? this. I'll be like, they're not gifs. Don't say gif. <laughs> we will fight. We already did. I'll, I'll be like, no, I was. Oh, oh, chill over there. Yeah. Drinking my water bottle. Someone's going to put a dick there. Someone's <laughs> going to screenshot this and put a dick there. Like, oh my gosh. Well, one, one way or the other, right? About. There probably is one out there, but somebody just got it there. You know, they ain't trying to blow your spot up. You feel me? So they just put it as their screensaver on their phone. Oh. So, Lucho. Hey, yes, sir. Tell us about your podcast, brother. Oh, man. Is it a podcast or is it just me just airing out all the grievances of my life <laughs> it could be that it could it could be a podcast uh, no um, that's so, my favorite part of the podcast yeah so pretty His much fucking uh, laugh well my laugh your laugh see Dude, that's so it's like wild as hell to me i'll be like, like listening and i'm like this fucking guy i swear to god like your laugh either everybody is. likes my laugh or everybody fucking hates my laugh and I can't I got like seven different laughs and I can't control any of them. Yeah. Can you give me a it's sample just, uh, right now of, of the laugh? Be funny first. <laughs> <laughs> <I can't. laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure laugh. throughout this show, there'll be a different. We're going to uh, identify variations. all seven guys if you're listening to this. Yes, yeah. We're gonna identify all of them. Facts. The, um, turn them into sounds on our thing. <laughs> put it so on my podcast so yeah. my podcast is pretty much um i don't know you, you kind of immortalize yourself when you put yourself out on the internet and uh i've kind of i mean i've been doing music like the last 10 years and like the last couple years are kind of just like Bleh. like i'm just i'm not like over it but i'm like completely like uninspired and unmotivated right and um i was just like fuck i gotta do something and like me and me and my partner chip like we have like this this rapport and like chemistry like that was like one of the first friends i made like when i moved out here in california and like we just like our our banter with one another like i don't find anybody funnier than us two when we're just kicking it talking that good shit yeah and like we're all we always have conversations and we're like fuck it bro we should we should be doing a podcast and i was like you know what fuck it i know how to do all this shit let me just fucking, you know, work some of that Lucha or more magic. You feel me? And we'll go ahead and get it popping. And then one so, day we just said, let's do it. We fucking did it. And like, I mean, we don't have a, a ton of viewership. I, the algorithm don't love me. That doesn't matter, man. Anything. Like, but yet. I just have fun doing it. You know? Yeah. It, yeah. It's fun. And like y'all like day. I've always supported anything Jimmy does like since day fucking one. Like Jimmy's always been there. Jimmy probably don't have a, a as good a memory as me. I, I but like Jimmy's Jimmy's I always do. been like the big bro. Like I've known Jimmy since I was like 14 years old. I do. remember, and, uh, I, and I remember the first time. Well, not the first time I met you, but I think the first time that I I I have a memory of meeting you was inside that Mexican restaurant over there off of uh, off of North Texas over there by uh, the Mexican meat market kind of. Do you know what I'm talking about? Nah. <laughs> nah. See, you're talking about you have a better memory than me. You, about you. That you memory. don't even remember that. No, no, no. I think uh, so. My, but we have different memories. My first right. memory is uh, you remember Portia and Rudy? Yeah. They, those are my godparents. Words. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it was, I, I don't know if it was Megan or Ashley's birthday, 
but it was one of their birthdays and you slid through and this is megan or oh my goodness yeah we go back to megan ashley days yeah that's how far we go back bro so maybe his memory is better than yours wait a minute (laughs) whoa (laughs) time out wait yeah portia and rudy that's wow when you said portia and rudy i don't know why i was thinking somebody else Portia is Ashley and Megan's mom. Yeah. That's crazy. Tell me yeah. more now because I don't even remember this. <laughs> so like I just got a uh, I just got out of California Youth Authority, mm-hmm. uh, which for people who don't know, that's like the youth corrections for bad get badass kids. And um it was it was one of their birthday. I just got out and like this was back when I was like on my banging shit, but like my mom has been oblivious to like my entire like nefarious ways in life of crime up until like maybe like my 20s all right don't bust uh, yourself on this podcast though oh no i've i've (laughs) most things are past the statute of limitations and i got a pretty damn good lawyer to this day um but uh i i used to do the eyebrow thing and uh with the slits yeah and my mom noticed you did the same thing so she ran Mm -hmm. up on you she was like she was like hey what's up with this eyebrow shit he's fucking doing he's (laughs) That's heck of funny, man. Like, I don't want she's like, he's he's fucking getting in trouble all the time. He just got released. Like, he's always fucking hanging out with these gangbangers. Like, what is it? And my mom is white for y'all who don't know. Like, I'm Chicano, but on my mom, she's a white. She's I feel like I remember woman. your mom though. Yeah. So, like, my mom, she runs up on Jimmy. She's like, What's up with that shit? And he's like, No, that's a football thing. And she was what did like, she think it was oh, like okay. your teardrops for like offing people or something? No, nah, so like if you were a Norteño, <laughs> you'd put two on each eyebrow or you'd put four on one. And then, like, mm. all the scraps, you feel me? They would do some other Got shit. It. I don't really know. And, uh, yeah, it was one of those things. Man, that's crazy, bro. Just mentioning um, Megan and Ashley, man, that just blew my mind right now. <laughs> I did not know that we go back to those days. Yeah, yeah. I told you I got a pretty good memory for, I mean, for the most part. And, and Portia and Rudy, though, that's that's crazy, man. You know, I, uh, you know, you know how they, I don't want to put too much of their business out there, but, um, that, that my first time going to Oregon was because of them. Yeah, because they had a boxing gym out there. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Cornerstone and, boxing. Yeah, man. That's yeah, I, crazy, man. Bro, I, I, I've been boxing for like 10 years. So like I fucking. Oh, yeah. that's right. I remember being at that boxing gym Cornerstone out there, too. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Man. Shout out to Ashley. how old were you guys around that time? Well, I I so I so Ashley shout out to Ashley. That was like legitimately my first love Ashley oh yeah. where's the sound effect oh <laughs> <laughs> she broke my heart though she broke my heart but that's when and I that's when you went to be a dog that was the beginning thanks a lot ashley <laughs> yeah thanks a lot ashley a lot of uh a lot of a lot heartbreak of occurred Not because of your ass <laughs> 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 that's crazy though man man that's that's wild dude i'm i'm actually blown away right now for real for real oh man i got hella stories like uh jimmy uh because when i started high school jimmy was a senior in um at, uh fairfield high he i was a freshman he was a senior sometimes jimmy would give me a ride home from school fucking uh i remember one time he like we were in the in the I want to say like a C wing or B wing. I was like oh, walking by and you was like, hey, bro, let me holler at you for a minute. And I was like, yeah, he was like, he was like, hey, bro, uh, 
you need to stop kicking it with those fools because uh, like <laughs> they might be your friends and shit, but they are not your fucking friends. And I was like, no, I'm good. Like, it'll be good. Show enough. I should have listened because I ended up getting locked up that summer because of them. Dang, fools. man. See? And I didn't listen. <laughs> Dude, see, when 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 I give Respect advice. your elders, Lucho. You better listen. Man, when I, oh, give I know advice, now, you, you gotta listen, man. I know. But not nah, like still every, like everything. that till today, dude. Yeah. Like even even when my when my boys, you know, going across the border yesterday, they were like, "Man, let's go party some more." I was like, "Bruh, all right, nah. hold on, let's do the math. You got a flight at five o'clock. It's one thirty. Probably gonna take like two hours to get across the border." They're like, "No, we'll be good." I'm like, "Bruh, they barely made their flight, and we didn't go and do everything they wanted to do." So, just saying, sometimes you need some logic, man. Yeah. That's all it comes down. And sometimes you need some like advice from the older homie you or whatever it is someone but, to tell you yeah for sure like if you like sometimes you gotta listen that's all it comes down to you know if you know like you got somebody in your corner you know giving you the good advice or whatever and they got your best interest that's what everybody needs to be honest you know i meant like a mentor somebody who's you know yeah. already been yeah. there done that can let you yeah. know like hey bro be careful what you do because some of those decisions left last a lifetime a lot of kids a lot of teenagers need that like i needed yeah. that i didn't have that i was out there doing fucked up stupid shit too you know what i mean like thank god oh, we didn't yeah. have cell phones and shit like that i'd I mean big that's what you were talking <laughs> about um recently stella you were you were talking about like one decision could like change everything yeah Whatever. you're like one decision away from having a completely different life like do you guys ever think about that now like i was thinking <laughs> i do it's the i was thinking universe. about that like yeah. the other day i was like dude if i did this my life wouldn't look like this if i had gone like every time you hit a fork you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it just takes you down that path and so you're like literally one decision away from a completely different life and just fucking trips me out to think about that it is it's the parallel universe like you you got the fork in the road and you know once you did make that decision which way you're going um that's what decides what's going to happen next like because everything is happening simultaneously Mm -hmm. that's what that's what the the talk is and you know so you know whatever move you make prior to the to the next thing that happens that's you know based off the parallel universe just like just like that day where i I told everybody driving i said hey go right i've never told anybody to go right out of the street we went out of i don't know what made me say i said hey go right and I didn't even think twice about it. The reason why I said that and they went left. Right. Somebody said, no, 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 go left. Why would we go right? I was like, I don't know. Accident. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, damn. And now <laughs> I think about it. I'm like, man, if we would have went right, like it didn't happen right away afterwards, but like, like one minute accident. later, yeah. accident, everybody's cool. You know, thank, thank God. Um, but like, I'm just thinking like, man, if we would have went right, why did I even say that? Like, I would have never even gone right normally. And I said that. Yeah. That's that parallel universe stuff right there. It's almost like a, there's a, it's like a, it's how do I explain it? Cause a, a previous episode, y'all had talked about psychedelics mm-hmm. and um, I am well-versed in the area <laughs> of psychedelics. I'm, not. I'm yeah. quite, quite the cosmonaut. Um, and, and, mm. and not only, I mean, like I've been, um, I'm, I'm sober. I've been sober for almost two years now. Um, mm-hmm. But before that I had Good a pretty, stuff. Pretty bad, bad drug addiction from the age of like 12, <laughs> from like the ages of like 12 to like 28. I was and like for the for the most part, people never even noticed it just because I was such a good liar. And like, um, I didn't have like the best parents who like paid attention to me. Right. So 
You know, when you all hear any scrapes, you know, you, you stumble across a thing or another. But one thing that always made me expand my mind was the psychedelics. And I remember one time, like I ate maybe like five grams of mushrooms mm-hmm. and uh, I like locked myself in this bathroom, turned the lights off and I had the fan running constantly. And I got sucked into this vortex and it was like an infinite amount of me's that I was staring at. And they were like, oh, there was like a, there was like a little baby me. There was like an old man me. There was like an alien version of me. There was like a yeah. dog version of me. And they were mm-hmm. all saying like, you know, we're all in the, it was basically like, we're all in this together. And we're all this in like one synonymous person. Like we're all living these parallel lives all at the same time simultaneously. And I was just like, Whoa, what if that's really how life is like, and like Stella, you were talking about before how like these dreams, you go off yeah. into another dimension. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. How do, how do we not know that our, our consciousness isn't a consciousness that travels between parallel universes yeah. that this consciousness and like, cause you're, you don't always have the same dream. You're always having a different dream in a different place at a different time. Mm-hmm. How do we know we're not just jumping from, from person to person That's to person to person? I felt like it was like avatar. Do you ever, yeah, exactly. Do you ever like have those nights where you're like feeling like mad different, like almost like a little weird and you're not sure like exactly what you're feeling and you start doing things you don't normally do, like, like things that you don't normally do because you're like trying to protect your energy type of thing. And you're wondering, man, what's going on? And then you go to sleep and then you wake up the next day and you're like, man, that was weird, but I feel great now. Like sometimes I wonder if like, that's us like doing some kind of like consciousness reset. Yeah. And, um, my doctor just tells me that's my bipolar disorder though. So <laughs> See, that's, that's what they want. That's what they want people to think. I, yeah. I yeah. I, I don't take no fucking pills, dude. I don't trust that shit. No, like, that shit do... is like, 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 uh, what is it? Like antidepressants, like SSRIs. Like, right. you know, that's like, a good way to like put a bullet in your head. Like those yeah, things like are they, so bad. And they you. give that shit to kids too easily. Like my yeah. son got diagnosed with ADHD, you know, when he was like six. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we can give him a pill. I'm like, nah, he's nah, good. Fuck that. Like, we'll figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. And this isn't to shit on people who choose to take medication. It's just not the route that I want to go. I think anything that like alters your brain chemistry is like probably not good for you unless like uh, you're like in- really like violent or crazy and it helps calm that down. Like that's different. But like, mm-hmm. especially, especially in the de- when you're a de- developmental stages exactly. like in, as a child, like your cerebral right. cortex isn't even completely developed until like ages 25, 26. Right. And right. like you're pumping kids. I mean, granted, I was doing coke when I was like 12. So that wasn't a good choice either. <laughs> but, but like, but I mean, you're, you're I had I know, like nothing six, to do seven. with that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing to do with that. Oh, shit. We Did be rolling. Like we be strolling. We on fire. Ain't nobody <laughs> oh, in this world. Come shit. on now. I still got the missing piece mixtape in my car, bro. What you talking about? Bro, that was slapping, though. Bro, that was. That shit that was slapping out of everybody's yeah. iPod. Come on now. I know. That was. Yeah. Do you have music of yours out on the internets? Oh yeah, I got a. Check it out. I got a couple of tracks on Spotify. Um, mostly, I've been working behind the scenes, working on other people's music. Mm-hmm. Um, I had like a quick little stint over at uh, Capitol Records and with the uh, Sony Music Group. Um, I worked on a couple of tracks like Billboard Hot 100, but like nothing ever like broke like top ten. Um, you know, I still get paid for that shit, which is cool. But like, 
kind of like Jimmy, like he's like a little unmotivated to do music. Like I sort of like him in that realm. But like every once in a while, like a producer will send me something. They're like, hey, can you help us write something for this? And I'll be like, write something, bro. I'm trying to get on this bitch. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I know that um, feeling, too, though. Yeah. But I got like a whole album I've been working on like the last year and a half. And uh, it's not done to my liking, but it'll probably be done sometime this year. And then I'll probably put it out. Yeah, yeah, bro. We'll have to. Um, we'll oh, have to I already have. And like, so I hit you up a couple months back, but like, I still need that Jimmy Goods feature. That's like 15 years in the fucking making. But I, 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 I finally it, have it. I got two tracks for me and you. Um, yeah. I just got to go and record the course and shit, and then I'll send it to you. Bro, I'll drop it on there for sure. I got you. Jimmy, bro. I always feel like like Jimmy's like to me, I think he's really talented. Like, I've always been a fan of his music. And I know that he doesn't want to do it or anything anymore, or he's just not in that space currently. He's still and, an artist, and, though. And, and, yeah, he is. You can't, totally you can't change artist. that. He's totally a creative. Like, I'm glad that he has this podcast with me and that this is a way he can kind of like have that outlet for right now. But like, I, I'm just, I know, think if he ever I, decides to jump back in. I'm going to get your face. It on might come, shirt. man, because I, I have <laughs> like, those, I have those moments and I do. I do write here and there still. And I, and I still, you know, I still, I still got it 100%. It's just something that's just, it's just in me. And, yeah. you know, I, I love doing it, but um, um, I don't know, man. I just, I don't, I'm, I'm chasing one rabbit right now. That's, that's just all it is. And that's all it comes yeah. down to. Yeah. I don't want to, you ever try to chase two rabbits at one time? Rabbits are hard oh, to catch. Oh yeah. Oh no, not for me. I got that game. Like what's oh, up? Sad. <laughs> Hey, hey, bro. So I wanted to get into like some uh, things that's been kind of going on around around the the world right now. And I don't know. Let's uh, let's get some takes on it. So did you guys hear about the guy that went on a rampage after his BM didn't give him half of the stimulus check that was uh, sent for his daughter? Did you see about that? Nah, bro. So in Indianapolis, um, I believe yesterday, this dude went absolutely buck wild and um he went to his baby mom's house and said, hey, I need half of that stimulus. The baby mom said, no, you're not getting nothing. And then they came to agreement on on like half of it. Right. No, she said, I'll, I'll give you like three hundred dollars of it. Dude said, no, scratch that. Came back and um, he off like four people in the household over a stimulus check. What a bitch. Right. That's crazy. <clears throat> That's not shit, though. Like people people don't understand how like how easy it is for some people like they're like literally one little thing away from you and from completely losing it. Right. Like he was one decision away from a completely different life. Right. People have been killed for less. (laughs) Like, I don't know why. I, I, I don't understand that because I've never been that mad or that set off. Mm-hmm. like well i don't think the instance of like 1400 dollars, like I, like you said it's 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 multiple things it's like over the course of this guy's life he probably was taken advantage of mm-hmm. never never felt like he had any self-esteem honestly dude was probably probably bitch made and like he all this stimmy shit he probably ain't a good father i mean i'm i'm speaking hypothetical i know this is all in theory well, it's I don't a desperation know thing for for money for that low right. of amount of money too. or perhaps like, like this guy has long adverse side effects of like some disability like some maybe he's got some mental thing going PTSD. on and he never got treatment yeah. and then today was just the catalyst for him to just right 
kaboom. Right. Absolutely wild, man. I uh that's I did though. not hear about that. That happened what yesterday, today? Uh I believe yesterday, yeah. I don't I don't mean to to bring the the crazy vibes into the pod, but you know. Yeah, what a downer. I know, right? Like we're all having a great conversation. <laughs> like, so did you hear about that guy going on a rampage? <laughs> oh snap. Well, yeah, <laughs> actually, wild. well, to brighten things up a little bit, have you guys seen any of the stimulus <laughs> memes that have been floating around lately? Nah. I'm not I, really like a internet. You know, person. an internet guy? Stop. Nah. You be on the internet, dude. You always be I, dropping pictures on the internet, stories, all of that. Man, I be talking shit. That's usually what I do. Like I just trolling? be I just be talking my shit. And like I, I so usually like I, I'll read in the morning. Like I try I try to get a list of things done in the morning. Like I try to wake up, try to stretch, check my blood pressure, drink some water, take my vitamins, and I'll look at like the top 10 news articles of the day and mm-hmm. I'll just read it in utter disgust and utter disgustment of like the current place that I live in this universe. And then uh and then I and then I just go on with my day and I try to ignore it, but man. Bruh, I'm still stuck on the $1,400 blibbity bopping booping a bunch of people over $1,400. Dog. I know that's fucking I know, wild. I know it is. It is. Super Are you a wild. morning person, Lucha? Me? Yeah. I'm like a uh, got to be a night person. Look at the the purple lighting and all that. I'm like a 24 seven person. Like my my <laughs> uh, my the synapses in my brain have become so so compromised just that I'm just going off. Yeah, when when I'm up, I'm up. I mean, like uh, most of the I'm I'm sober most of the time, and people can't really tell. Like if I'm with a room full of drunk people, everybody thinks I'm drunk. If we're in a room full of twacked out people, everybody thinks I'm twacked out. But I'm not. I'm just you know I'm like a yeah. I'm like SpongeBob. Wherever I'm around, that's that's what it is. You feel me? I love it, man. Got I love it. that right there. What's, got you got, do you got some of these memes? Do you, can you pull some of them up? I was gonna. So what I was gonna do is I was gonna read um, a few of my favorites. So they all start with stimulus hits. Like it talks. It says stimulus hits account fourteen hundred. Me at the strip club. Hey girl, I could take you away from all of this. All right, Here's my next favorite one. Stimulus hits. Account 1400. Me at McDonald's. Sir, here are your french fries. No, I said franchise. (laughs) I did see that one. That was funny. (laughs) What'd you say, Stella? I saw that one. Well, it was a video of a guy. He's on. No, I said franchise. Matt Fat, go get your manager. Let me talk to you. Like, you know what I mean? Like he was like dressed up in yeah, a suit yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what <laughs> yeah. it was. But I, I just yeah. uh, I transcribed it away because you. I thought it was so funny. All right. <laughs> no next fun. one at PetSmart. Do y'all got lions? Me at Target. I got 1400 target as Debo. No, I got 1400 facts, <laughs> facts, facts. Straight target up. will take your money. You're me me walking to target with money. You will walk out with nothing. That's real talk though. Why, why is <laughs> In target? Debt. Got, why does target got that kind of vibe? Like you just got to buy a bunch of stuff, bro. Targets worse than the strip club. Shit. Yeah. They know uh, what they're doing over there at target. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy said, well, <laughs> uh, that is Jimmy's target. What strip clubs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I don't go to strip clubs often. <clears throat> like that. What was it like? Wedding Crasher when she had the tramp stamp. He's on. Might as well be a bullseye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that, but good. You job. didn't see that movie? <laughs> <laughs> All 
Did respect. you see it, Lucha? What movie, what movie is that? Wedding Crashers. Uh, oh yeah, that's with uh, Owen Wilson and uh, Vince Vaughn. Yeah, and when yeah. you see that girl's like tramp stamp at the bottom of her like lower back, he's all yeah. might as well be a bullseye. Facts. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's Jimmy's target. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so, all right, next one. Direct deposit fourteen hundred. Me at the dollar store. Hey, uh, where's the two dollar stuff at? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh shit! All right, that, that's that's all we got on that one right there. <laughs> fire! Yeah, so that's what you're missing out on on the internet. But I feel you, man. You got to protect your energy, and there's a lot of messed up stuff on the internet. Yeah, I don't like it when like I accidentally come across a video where somebody's like getting injured or even worse, you know, on video. Like that's the worst to me. Like, and then you see it. You just be like, dang, man, I just saw that person's last moments. Like, that's the worst, right? And as much as, the, I mean, the internet is such a powerful, you know, double-bladed sword. Like, it, as much as, like, you have this constant instant gratification and access to the world's knowledge, there, it's also completely based on the algorithm that you create based on your search engine. So mm-hmm. it, it's also just riddling you with confirmation it's bias. feeding you the shit that you're, you, yeah. That you're already, already privy yeah, to. You're not getting, you, you have to yeah. dig yourself out of your hole every day to fucking find something outside your, your normal search engine. And it's, it's fucked up. I hear you. I hear you. You're right. That's I how mean. Facebook won elections. That's true. Ooh, say it one more time for the bitches <laughs> in the back. Stella dropping bombs on these people. Did you watch what's that documentary called, Stella? I think you're the one that told me. What's it called? Social Social Dilemma. Dilemma. No, not that one. It's the other one that's kind of like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't even think of it right now. Fuck, me neither. It was. We spoke about it before. Hacked or some shit like that. Or um, The Great Hack. The Great Hack. There you go. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. You saw that, Lucho? All these documentaries, like within the last three years, have been on some other shit, bro. Just going in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Shit, yeah. shit that we don't I even wanna... realize that we're a part of every day. And then like somebody sits down with like a crew of people for six weeks and they do an, a, a surmountable bunch of research and they make this docuseries and they're like, holy shit, I'm, I'm a part of the fucking problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's, well, was I was like, just I was just trying to find a good deal on Amazon. I didn't know I was fucking over Zimbabwe. Shit. <laughs> yeah, right. Right, right. Right. Yeah. So how uh, many of those people more, are still alive? More uh, craziness about the internet right here is um, so you all know about the chick that uh, did all the coughing on the Uber driver and they uh, made a huge deal. Yo, the I know, know that I, bitch. I know a lot of a lot of I didn't. I didn't realize it, but I think I've seen her before too. Like when I went to her Instagram. No, Here's personally, crazy... I've met that bitch before. I, I, I'm she sure, lives in the, man. She lives here in the Bay Area. I was gonna say, yeah, she lives yeah. in the Bay. She has a um, she owns. She's a piece of shit already. She has like a a breed. She breeds dogs and shit like that. Her family. Oh really? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, she's, most she people who a, breed dogs kind of fucking suck. She but, adopt uh, a ratchet. Shop. Well, here's a, a crazy, a crazy thing about that. So I was curious who she was because, um, you know, everybody was posting and people were starting to tag her. So I was like, oh, dang, let me click on this. And I remember clicking on her profile. She only had like, I don't know, she was under 10,000 followers. And now she's like dang near like bubbling. Like she's gained like over 50K followers since that happened. I'm like, see, this is the this is the messed up thing about the internet is that it almost encourages people to do messed up things so that mm-hmm. they can go viral. And because let's say, let's say she somehow, 
doesn't you know get too many crazy consequences well it says that she's facing up to like 20 years or something like that but let's be real that's yeah. not gonna happen right she's probably gonna get a lawyer or whatever no and her family got money or something her, you know she, come, she comes from a family with money so she's they're gonna sell yeah. out of court okay there you go there you go right there so she's probably not gonna get any serious consequence right no. like realistically right so she comes away from that with like a crazy following now and she's going to be able to bubble off of that, almost like the Catch Me Outside girl, mm-hmm. right? Catch Me Outside, like she super little ratchet chick, like needed to be, you know, punished, right? Now she's, you know, got millions of followers on Instagram and everything, and she just bubbles. See, that's the thing about the internet. Like, you almost get rewarded for, you know, dumb stuff. Oh, most sure. definitely. People, a ton of people do. I mean, and if anything, it just goes to show, I'll say it like this. Every generation gets just as stupid as intelligent they get. So us, for instance, the access to information that we have way more than our parents had. Uh, the, the, the average things that we know from ages six through 12 is at least three times as much as what our parents knew ages mm-hmm. at the same ages. You know what I mean? But also you have the other half of people who are instead of educating themselves, they're just fooling their heads with a fucking bunch of bullshit. It's not going to do anything for anything for them. And also, none of, none of these people really know anything about like long money. This is all all uh, large increments of money in a short span of time without having the fiscal responsibility to have longevity in that money. And also, there's no skills behind it whatsoever. So the I don't know what that white bitch's name is. The meet me outside, catch me outside girl. Oh, yeah. OK, yeah, she got a bunch of money right now. Cool. That's awesome. Let's say the economy crashes tomorrow. You got no fucking money. That money ain't worth shit. What skills do you have? Let and, and okay, you're gonna be pumping out these trash ass songs forever. No, just like anything else, people are gonna get tired of your ass, and you ain't gonna be worth nothing in the entertainment business. So you're gonna wake up one day, you're gonna be 45, your fucking looks looks are gone. You have no fucking real talents or nothing to utilize in in the real fucking world. So what is your value at that point anymore when all that fucking money is gone and nobody wants to see you no more because you were never talented to begin with. You were just a flashbang in the pot. You feel me? A lot of these people are setting themselves up for failure. Well, here's a that already happens to hella artists. I mean, like, yeah, that probably happens to a lot of artists, especially during the pandemic, because they weren't able to go out and perform. So, you know, if they're spending their money like crazy, most of them don't make money off of their record sales or their streaming or anything. Like that. No, right? no, it's it's all. And that's artists today in, in general, like depending right. on the deals they have, if they're not selling merch and constantly performing, they're broke as fuck. That's exactly. that's one thing I learned in like the music business in like the last couple of years. I've literally like I'm in the studio with people and like who are fucking world famous and like they're broke as fuck. And I'm like, yo, you're wearing fucking Balenciagas. you got a fucking $50,000 Rolex and you're asking me to, you're asking me to for 20 bucks so you can take an Uber to fucking get down to Ouch. Beverly Hills. Are you fucking kidding me? Like the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's wild. Yeah, it is wild. See, that's the part about being an artist that drives me crazy is that image part about being an artist. Like mm-hmm. if, like that's the part that is like whack to me, like trying to portray an image. It's yeah, there, there a lot of them are just fake as fuck. And then like it's nice yeah. when you have like his the... old Converse. What does G Easy still wear his old Converse? Because I remember him in the beginning. He said that that's not going to change about him. No, that, that so fool's death. I knew that fool before. <laughs> <laughs> we we knew well, that fool before he fucking popped off, and right. like that dude has definitely changed. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And like, but then there's also people like I know, um, uh, 
my, you know, you guys know Anderson Pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Then Bruno is fire, by the way. Oh yeah. yeah, he recently dropped something with Bruno, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. I've known Brandon for fucking ever before he was Breezy Lovejoy, before Anderson Pack and all that shit. And like that dude is the exact same person he was then that he is today. And that's why um, he'll win. That's why he'll continue to have longevity. Oh, yeah. I mean, the guy's already got a Grammy and like he's, you know, he, and the main thing is, he, aside from being an artist, he's a family man. And being a family man comes first before the business, because like most artists, it's just the fucking business like that. Hollywood shit is not fucking real. And right. that's one I, of the I think is I think that's that's that might be what it is about music for me is like the whole business part of it is like whack to me. And then like trying to collaborate artists and people act too good and shit like that. That that shit drives me nuts too, man. Just yeah, just everything that surrounds like the business of it, dude. There's nothing genuine about it at all. Like no, you can't just appreciate the art and um it no longer know. becomes about the music, which we and all get into it in the and beginning. It's, mm-hmm. And it's all payola these days too. Like it doesn't even matter if you got some fly shit. Like you got to pay someone, you know, you oh, got yeah. to mm-hmm. pay DJs to play your shit. You got to pay mm-hmm. this. You got to pay this person. Like it's all payola. Like don't, it doesn't matter if they say, hey, payola is illegal, but it's really not because nobody wants to even be on a radio no more. They want to be the number un- top hundred on Apple music or top hundred mm-hmm. on yeah. Spotify or something right. like that. And there's people you could pay to make that happen for you. Yeah. Streaming right. totally took away any power of the radio stations because mm-hmm. back in the day you could, you could submit a song and you get spins on the radio off the weight of the song alone being hot. Right. Right. Now, now you got to, yeah. Now you got to pay an arm and leg to get on the radio, but nobody's listening to the fucking radio anymore because everybody right. has their own streaming services. Right. And then you want to talk about getting like a uh, Spotify, uh, placement on a playlist Whew. shit you yeah. got me Fuck that. like mm-hmm. i've been lucky to be on like spotify spotify playlists and mm-hmm. not have to pay just because i know certain people shout out to trish over at a uh, distro kid what's up with you girl i ain't called trish. you in like two years but i still fucks with you um, you to <laughs> <laughs> uh, um but uh it's just like you said it's all about payola you gotta pay to play on everything it doesn't matter how good your shit is Every once in a while, an artist will hear your shit, a producer will hear your shit, an A&R will hear your shit. And they'll be like, oh, this is dope. I fucks with this. But they're a fan. It's not has nothing to do with the business side. They hear right. it. They become a fan. They fuck with it. They'll do what they can. But when you're yeah. in a room with execs, when you're dealing with a development deal or you're sitting there and you're you're trying to go over numbers with somebody and like oh well this is our our projections for next quarter and somehow we have to budget it because we have to get this song we have to pay these people then you talk about residuals then you have to get into like percentages over contracts when there's multiple people working on a song mm-hmm. and the artist always gets fucking paid last the person who makes the song hot don't get me wrong producers do play a big part of that but also it's the artist the one who's writing it or, or the writer themselves, not even the artist is writing the song and they get fucking paid last. The per, it's, right. It seems to me, whoever's working the hardest on the song, no matter it be writer, producer, engineer, artist, they're the person that ends up getting paid last. Right. Every single time. And so the, business, and the least. I think yeah. we just confirmed the business part of making music is the worst part about making music. And it, and it, and almost it makes like, you not want to work. work it makes music you not no want to do it. It kills it's your like, whole vibe to it. It's like, fuck this. And, and most of the people popping today, they somehow knew somebody who was able to kind of lift them into that position or there was some major money behind them. Like, That's even- why I don't like when they say shit like, 
Sorry, I did it on my own. No, no, no. Yeah, the yeah, did yeah, it yeah. on my own thing. Like nobody it's not true. does Like even Drake, Drake own. comes from a family of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Drake came from Degrassi, first of all. So he already had a little bit of fame, right? I'm not, this isn't going to be me trying to hate on Drake because I like Drake's music, but I'm just going to talk to facts. Like he comes from a, a family with money. Like his uncle was uh, financing his uh, whole music career at first. And, yeah, yeah. you know, they were able to get him in front of, uh, you know, Jay Prince and Jay Prince was able to get him in front of Lil Wayne and stuff like that. Like there's always like somebody kind of like lifting you like very rarely do you find like the very talented artist who just kind of bubbles on their own type of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, I mean, it's more possible these days with with TikTok and all these streaming mm-hmm. platforms and everything like that. But yeah, even yeah. when you bubble these days. Now, the only way you're going to remain relevant is if you sign one of those dumb deals because the record labels will figure out a way to push you out of there. You'll have like your quick run. Hope you, hopefully you make a lot of money and you're able to like somehow transition that into something else. But yeah, invest it some way. Yeah. yeah. They usually hit you with like a 360 deal and you see that first check and it's like, mm-hmm. whoa, that's a lot of money. And then it's not a lot of money in the long in the in the scheme of right. things. It's not a lot of money. It's like, oh, OK, here's a three million dollar deal. Whoa, I gotta only do one fucking project. That project can end up making like 25, 30 million. And you don't see none of that shit. Cause right. you just you just paid the 360 deal where your merchandise, your touring, and your music all goes to fucking them. Dude, that's they're the investing worst. in you, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and and you then, as the artist, yeah. like you want nothing more than for people to enjoy your music. Yeah. So your first thought, like let's say you got a hit that just blows up. Your first thought is like, man, I just want people to know my music. I want them to know who I am as an artist. These people are going to blow me up, whatever. Like, let's just do this. I'll do it again because I'm that talented. But then they shelf you and you can't put out mm-hmm. music because you're on, you're in a contract for four years. Right. And exactly. then you have you say in those four years, you make three albums and they don't want to release it. And the thing is, is they fucking own it that you don't they own do. it. I they own it. Music. Yep. Hey, hey, like, <laughs> you know, since I'm talking to the homie Lucho <clears throat> and I believe he's in Fairfield. Didn't that happen to uh, Sage, the Gemini? Because you don't hear nothing about about him no more. So and he blew up big time. <laughs> uh, I got issues with Sage. I'll just keep it at that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And and I mean, uh, isn't it just me who got issues with Sage? Is that dude is uh, he's got uh, let's just say uh, when some of his shit dropped, there some homies had to check him. Um, We'll oh, like that. that? Oh, snap. We got some drama so on the pod. To go back to your flashbang and the whatever, like, that's also like the shit that keeps me, you know, how like, like people will do anything for like their little 15 seconds of fame or for their like whatever it's going to boost their followers for in that moment, you know? Yeah. Like, that is part of the reason why I'm very like, not like half naked on the gram <laughs> you know what i mean like because the there's those chicks that who who'll do all these things right and post mm-hmm. these like pictures and it grows their following really fast but like that's only gonna last so long because like that's gonna fade eventually you know what i mean like there's yeah. a lot of like like you said a lot of people do these things but there's no longevity in it. They're only thinking about right, right now and what's going to the, get them yeah, paid right and now. And the thing is, a lot of that is manufactured. Like a lot of the women are not popping like they like you think they are. Right. Like you, you'll see a girl who's got like 120,000 followers. Maybe like 5,000 of those are real people. 
Right. The rest of them right. are none of them. I I spent some time living in L.A. Um, and one thing I noticed is. I mean, I'm not going to speak on I, I can only speak from my experience. I'm not going to put anyone's name in it. Most mm-hmm. of them are on drugs mm-hmm. and this social media lifestyle. It just feeds their drug addiction. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. I mean, I, I talk about Believe. that shit a lot because I mean, I I got homies who are dead from fucking ODN. I've OD'd twice. I've gone to rehab twice. I fucking knocked on the devil's door more than once. And I've, I'm constantly trying, you know, if there's any good I could do out of the fucking horrible things I've brought into the world, it can be preaching, not preaching, but just telling people from my own experience, like mm-hmm. the pitfalls of life and how right. to avoid them. And most right. of those people are all fucking on drugs like they're fuck, they're on coke, they're snorting heroin. Some of them have upgraded to shooting heroin. They fucking they're literally destroying their brain by popping Molly daily. They're fucking popping all these pills like instant. I'm, don't get me wrong. I used to get bent off some instant release. Kalana pen was popping, but it's horrible. Instant release. Me. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kalana pens. It's like a, I believe it's classes like a barbiturate or, or an opiate. Um, just pills, pills that the doctors be given to you because they want okay. you to shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But like ton, tons of shit and everybody and everybody in L.A. is on something and the social media lives. They, they're not even thinking about longevity. They're all living in the now. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And the majority of people who are in L.A., they ain't from L.A. Half of them motherfuckers ain't even from California. Right. Like I, I used to kick it. Um, there was this Vine guy that I knew had like maybe like three million followers on Vine. who was just I was just in, living in his apartment for like a week. This dude wasn't doing some fucking dude. Another dude from like Oklahoma. These people are like straight out of high school and they move here because mm-hmm. they made two vines and then they thought they were going to be the next fucking biggest thing. They come out right. here, they get an agent, they get their own apartment because they're making money through ads on the, this app. Well, what fucking happened? Vine fucking disappeared. Mm-hmm. Then those people tried to go to YouTube and they didn't pop off like they were on Vine. Mm-hmm. And now those people are just drug addicts living on the streets. They're probably on skid row right now. You feel me? Or stuck in the cycle that is living or in stuck in the perpetual cycle of just hating themselves and doing drugs, working three jobs, yes. like yeah. struggling, like, and they're still got it in their mind. Like, I'm going to make it one day. Right. It's like, nah, like that's you should have had your priorities straight before you even right. fell into that bullshit. Right. And it's like, definitely a tough yeah. lifestyle. and I never I never fell for that shit because I never I've never wanted to be famous. I've never I'm a I'm a funny motherfucker. Like I used to make <laughs> funny fucking videos and post them all the time. That's how like my following grew. Like at the most, I had like 16,000 followers on Instagram and then I just disappeared. I was like, this shit is boring. Like in order to keep up with the algorithm, I got to spend 10 hours a day on my fucking phone. Like, fuck that. Like, that's ridiculous. And like now, like my reach is like so small. I've maybe lost like 10,000 followers and like I'm happier now than I was then because most of those people, they ain't give a fuck about me. They all these people who would reach out and try to work on music or do like a a YouTube skit or anything like that. They don't give a fuck about me. Like I was suicidal. Like I was fucking I was like 125 fucking pounds. I just because I didn't eat in like three weeks because I was too fucking coked out. And like I was having fucking pulmonary epilisms and fucking having seizures. And like I couldn't even fucking drive for six months, even though because I lost my license and was still driving around being twacked out on the streets of L.A., being twacked out in the middle of Oakland, rolling through the dubs, fucking 
trying to evade being murdered and like for what all that shit for what because my social media game is popping because i'm trying to gain a following like fuck that right and like i never wanted to be famous i was just in my mind i was like i i don't want to be famous i want to be fucking rich and rich and being famous and being rich is not synonymous it's two completely different things i know a ton of people who are famous and they're broke as fuck Mm -hmm. yeah fuck that you don't want everybody in the world to know that you're broke as fuck (laughs) i don't want everybody in the world to know me know me period (laughs) like i hate that shit like i love doing this and i promote it and like the my followers have increased but i i've i don't like attention like that you know what i mean like that's why you won't see me posting half naked pictures of myself all over my shit. Cause I'm sure I could get like hella followers from that shit, but mm-hmm. like, I don't like that kind of attention. Like yeah. I want, if anything, the attention to be focused on the podcast. Cause this yeah. is what I care about. Like I, I could care less. Like if I could just not have a face in it, that would be cool too. Cause I do like the idea of going to the grocery store whenever the fuck I want and not having anybody like harass me or bother me. I don't want people stalking me. Like, these things that I think yeah. come with fame, I'd rather have the money, like you said. And it's not healthy either because you it's just not. become a slave to your hubris and ego to the point to where you're now this amalgamation of like, I am this. I'm a motherfucking monolith. It's like, you're ain't fucking shit, dog. You're a human who takes a piss in the morning <laughs> like, and takes a shit like everyone else. Followers I have on Instagram. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's crazy. Because <laughs> this right. fucking palm in my hand don't mean shit about that. Right? <laughs> yeah, people are people are crazy. Hey, yeah. Did you guys know that Mr. Bigglesworth and Austin Powers was actually a fur cat? Before uh, it was a bald cat. <laughs> Random. I know. Are you fucking I know. serious? I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't a sphinx cat? It was uh, just no. shaved? It was a sphinx cat, like, after he went to space. So he was frozen for 30 years. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. And then yeah. the cat lost all of its hair and became a sphinx cat. I know this is random. I'm sorry. <laughs> is all that talk that we were having about social media... <laughs> about fucking Mr. Bigglesworth. Uh, I know, it's freaking freezing up here, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my mind wanders a lot. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> you have like mad ADD. I do. I do. You do. I, I do, do too. So I do bad. too. It's really bad. We're all like talking yeah. to each other, but our minds are also wandering. Like, that's why I interrupt a lot because I'll fucking forget. Yeah. Anybody out there, if you want to go see the Bad Night podcast on Bad Night Productions, it is a it's it's imagine two people on Coke who also have ADD who do not let each other speak and talk over each other. That's my podcast. What's up? Hey, <laughs> hey, tell, hey tell us a story about um, the Eddie Murphy stuff. Oh, shit. So, uh. Me and Jimmy, like two weeks ago, we were talking about um, coming, coming to America, America too, too. Oh, and yeah. like how, for the most part, people found it as like disappointing. I wasn't and, uh, disappointed. I fuck it. I loved it. I it, it was okay. It's yeah. Coming to America, the first one, that's comedy yes. fucking gold. Right. Like right. that movie is actually in like the the film vault of the United States. Like that, like a hundred years from now, when America has been destroyed and like the fucking centurions have taken over the planet. They'll mm-hmm. open that vault and that movie will be in there. They're going to um, laugh their ass off. 
Yeah. Like when, <laughs> when, I, when I was younger, my dad, uh, when my dad was around, uh, he was a contractor, roofing contractor, roofing foreman. And he used to do, you know, roofs throughout the state of California. Well, one of the contracts was Eddie Murphy's house. And I think he was living in Woodland or Walnut Creek at the time. Big ass house. And me, me growing up, bless you. Um, me growing up, like I didn't learn how to read until like high school because the California school system failed me. <laughs> um, so like growing up, I just watched people, a lot of, yeah, growing up, I watched a lot of movies and I watched a lot of stand up. So I was like a huge fan of like Jim Carrey, uh, uh, Chris Farley, Eddie Murphy, uh, Richard Pryor, George Carlin, all them fools. Um, so and also I'm Chicano as fuck. My dad, he, he's from Sonorte, Paje, Mexico. And like anybody who knows, like when you're a man in like a Mexican family, like you come to work because you're going to mm. learn this shit when you're young. Yeah. So we go uh, we go to the house and like my dad didn't tell me who it was. He was just like, oh, you're going to like you're going to like this dude. And I was like, all right, fool, whatever, dog. And like we get there and um, we start working. They're like stripping everything off the roof and I'm picking up shit. And then I turn around, <laughs> I fucking turn around and he goes, hey, man, why you got this kid here on my property? And it's fucking Eddie Murphy. <laughs> and then and then my dad's like, you know, just teaching him. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you do it when you're young. He's like, you know, I'll, if he gets hurt, though, I don't want to be fucking paying for that shit. So you can come kick it in the house. So I go inside and uh, I'm fucking kicking it and like playing games with his son. And like his daughter's in there. And then uh, I was just like talking about comedy because I was like a big, oh, I was a huge fucking fan. And like uh, Nutty Professor and like, um, uh, what was the other one? Uh, Dr. Doolittle, Dr. Doolittle yeah. everything. And like, and like oh, coming to America, trading places, like all that shit had, had, was like my, that was my shit. Like mm-hmm. that and the Chris Farley movies were my shit. And Jim Carrey. And I was telling him how I wanted to be a comedian and shit. And like, I was also like, I'm in like a celebrity's house. So like, I'm eating all this food. Like I'd never mm-hmm. seen like a Sega Genesis before. Mm-hmm. So I'm like playing Sega Genesis with his son. And I keep going about like how I want to do comedy. He's like, well, I told him like, I want to be like you and Chris Farley. He's like, well, you ain't never going to be black, but you keep eating my food. You could be a Chris Farley. And I just <laughs> fucking started dying. <laughs> I just started dying. I probably, I probably didn't tell that story the right way and like phrase it right. But pretty much he was like, you fat motherfucker eating all my fucking food. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. hilarious. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, so you didn't know whose house you were going to prior, but like once it was, saw, I knew it was like, a surprise. Oh, like my okay. dad was telling me it's like somebody like I was a big fan of. And I was like, holy shit. Fucking is it the Terminator, like is it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is it could have been what's California. Shit, was could have been. Man, I feel like a lot of people have like cool stories like that, and I don't have shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You, you know me. Go anywhere. Like, hey! I, <laughs> I got another one. Um, so you know the artist, her. Yeah. 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 Gabby Wilson. I don't know her name because I don't know anything. Her name, her name is but... her name is Gabby Wilson. She's from She's Vallejo. From, uh, Vallejo, ain't she? Yeah, yeah. I used to babysit her. Oh, for real? Yeah. Her, her, and my little sister went to school together, and she used to come over to the house all the time. And uh, she, her, and my sister, because my sister you used get to get her on the Bad Nights podcast, bro. Yeah. I, I can't even reach out to her. She's like super unreachable. And you, none of those people have their own They're social like, media. I got a picture of you eating a yeah, goldfish. Yeah, they got people managing a real goldfish. <laughs> you want to be on the podcast? No extortion no i'm playing <laughs> yeah but uh she, yeah because she actually had my sister 
uh, what was the Nickelodeon Teen Choice Awards. Mm-hmm. So like her, her and my sister went down to L.A. for that. And like Nick Cannon, because uh, Nick Cannon used to be Gabby's old manager. So like they stayed with Nick Cannon for like the weekend and like went to like Millennium Biltmont Hotel and all that shit. Nickelodeon. They took him to like the after things for like the Jonas Brothers are there. And like, what's that chick's name? Adriana Grande. Ariana Ariana Grande. She was there. Um, I don't know, bro. She looked like a little kid to me. I can't even like. No, no, kid. Not no more. Have you met? No, I've seen her in person. She looks like a little kid. Does she really? She's tiny. Yeah. She's so tiny. I, I've never she's seen her. She's beautiful, in person, so. but she is very tiny. Like, how yeah, tiny gorgeous, are we talking? gorgeous chick. I mean, but she's like super small, and she looks like she's in middle school. And uh, oh, okay, yeah, I just I, I got man, I'm that stuff starts head. to fuck with my mind. <laughs> like seeing you like thought, am I a pedo? <laughs> like you got me but surely not that. And you just said a trigger word. This this episode is done with the monetize. I'm not even gonna try we to monetize this, this episode. Shit wasn't gonna get monetized. <laughs> we knew that from the gate. Oh fuck. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> I messed up. <laughs> say, say things like that. Oh, man. I mean, I do like Selena Gomez though. Is that still same vibes? Oh, that's different. I've met her too, and she is mad at me meeting everybody, bro. What's going on, man? Bro, I was a little Hollywood, like little rugrat out there for a minute. You feel me? Mm. I was like out there fucking 45-year-old women out in Calabasas and like driving their McLarens and shit. <laughs> <laughs> bro, oh, that's 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 some vibes right there. That's man. one way to do it. Yeah. I drop a bomb on that, man. That's man, I got than- some. I got some crazy relationship stories. There's though. nothing better than being like a, a young, a young man, like 21, 21, and then getting some 45. Oh, no, not even 21. I was like 27. <laughs> bro, when I was no, 18. I, from like bro. 21 to 25, I was in a relationship and like mm-hmm. a, a real relationship. So like that was it for me. But before that and after that, she was set. Legit mm. ho face. What's up, bro? Oh, what's up with it? <laughs> Man, bro, when I was 18, I had a 36-year-old girlfriend though. That was my uh, that was my sugar mama. Yeah. I am 36 right now and I would never ever. I feel uncomfortable when men who are like in their mid 20s to early 20s like holler yeah. at me. I'm like, no. No, 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 no. But I also have my kids have two older brothers who are like 25 and well one's birthday is tomorrow and he, i think he's about to be 25 and the other one's 23 so like it's i it, it feels weird like i think it's weird when people date people who are like as young or younger than their kids you know at a but i think it's a almost like a sapio thing to where they're the mental stimulation side of it because i was 19 i dated a woman who was 35 when i was 19 no and- i get it and the oldest I've ever dated was a 54-year-old woman who was older than my mother. That's crazy. She was I bad could as never. fuck. I could never. Down. Like, I think, she too, that I think part of it. Oh, she, she was, like, on the verge of, like, retirement, had, like, been clock. married twice, never had any kids. You could have got married and divorced it. in, like, six months, bro. <laughs> You're <laughs> taking half her stupid. shit. You had time. Today, no, but I, I got think- time, cuz. <laughs> I think too, like a lot of the times younger guys, like when I think, okay, for me at least, and I know a lot of women 
that are in their thirties also feel this way. Cause they're my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're a 30 something year old woman, you're really becoming confident with yourself and like, you're not really tripping like you were in your twenties. You're not worried about being labeled certain things. Like you're really coming into your own. So yeah. I think that with that confidence and how that translates into the bedroom and in, and those activities, like young men are like, this chick's going to teach me something or like, she's about it. She's going to never, do this. never, never for me. So really? my experience, no, never, never. I've, I, I, I don't mean to gloat. I don't know anybody who's been with more women than me, like a hundred percent. I don't know one single, like, I don't mean to like, be like, I honestly have no clue how many women I've been with in the year 2019 alone. Got a guess over 50. Easily, uh, yeah. Lifetime, yeah. Easily over fifty in twenty nineteen. I was on my twenty nineteen was like my Tinder year and my Bumble year, and I was saying fifty in twenty nineteen. I'd say like maybe thirty in twenty nineteen alone. I was going on dates like every weekend, and like every two weeks, I was like with a different woman, and like half of them, some of them, it was just like you know, this is like for tonight, right? Because I'm, I'm also, I have five sisters. I was raised around women, so I know how to treat a woman and I'm not a fucking scumbag piece of shit. So like if there's a woman who and like there's a ton of like we I chimed in last week on the pod, like mm-hmm. there's some women like I hooked up with and I was like, you know, we should probably just be friends. And they're like, OK, yeah. And they're like, we're still friends to this day. Cool friends. Mm-hmm. Like the majority of my friends are women. Mm-hmm. And like the major, like aside from my pun, the chip, like huh? I just kick it with women, like my homegirls all the fucking mm-hmm. time. I love because I, women. Yeah, I love women. I love kicking it with women. And I have my effeminate side. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. I'm still the realest motherfucker in these streets. But I, but I also <laughs> I also have a feminist side. Like I groom myself. Like you feel me? My eyebrows is what's up. You feel me? I got good see fingernails. I got nice feet. You <laughs> feel me? You. Hey, I'm moisturized. You cam. What you got in the cologne oh, drawer? What you got yeah. in the cologne drawer? Uh, let's see. I got a I got a Giorgio Armani mm-hmm. uh, for the old school shit. I got a thing called the wings some Jacar Noir. Uh, I got that Usher shit. Um, I got a little bit of everything. I'm, I got, I'm a connoisseur. I don't own any perfume. I'm becoming one. I just, I'm starting a collection of uh, yeah. colognes because I use, I usually get one bottle at a time, but I'm like, man, I, I just can't smell one way all the time. I got to give them different flavors. So recently I got um, the Versace Edos Flame. And um, okay, that one, let me tell you why, because I'm not typically a uh, huge fan of the sweeter colognes, but that uh-huh. one particularly, I get compliments a lot. And usually yeah. it's like, later on in the day after spraying it like 10 hours later and then i'll still get a compliment that's not yeah. usual for cologne so that's the reason why i like that one because i had to sample and i would spray it and i would go to work in the morning and i would still smell it later on after working all day and i'm like damn i still smell like a snack right now <laughs> i gotta get me a bottle of this so yeah yeah that's that's my most recent that i'm adding to the collection but i'm trying to i'm trying to make the collection big i'm trying to have like 20 20- that's one 30. thing I will say that being with older women taught me. It was it was the cologne thing, because like, I mean, I was never like an axe body spray fucking breath, oh. but like I, I would have like cheap knockoff colognes. And um, I don't want to say your name. Just say Shout it. Fuck it. Huh? Just say it. Fuck it. <laughs> this older woman, Mercy. So Bro, uh, are you talking about my auntie? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's like, oh shit, is she? He had a moment where he like really considered that. He's all, fuck. I was like, wait a minute, what? 
but um but also then like my tia angelica and my tia raquel like they've all you know they're the ones who put me on like the french colognes mm-hmm. and uh just bumping up my steez and like as far as like my and i'm a pretty stylish cat like if you like i mean i keep it you know i keep it street certified you know but i also like i got silk shirts I got custom belts. I got three piece suits. Oh, like I got, that? I got ten thousand dollar Italian shoes. Like oh, I, ha- I keep my, I keep my shoe wavy with the vibes. You don't keep those at the house like though, do you? Because I'd be oh, listening to this right now on the way to your house. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm also, I'm also a, a, a licensed carrying armed person. Word, word, word. So that'd be the last thing they'd want to do. Word. And I got a pit bull here who's already like chewed fucking like multiple people, people bro. after after what i saw last year bro, i saw a pit bull attack oh, his yeah, own yeah. owner like wouldn't let really like do his gushing blood and i was gonna go help him and um he was like no 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 please because i had a i had a dolly in my hand mm-hmm. and i was like dude he might he might get you right now he's like no 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 please and i was like are you sure because i could end this dog right now yeah and I, I wouldn't normally want to do that because I love dogs. And, mm-hmm. You know, I understand that the pit bull, that's just something that happens. They lock jaw and he probably got scared and didn't mean to turn on his owner like that. Well, well, here's the thing is the theory of like the lock jaw is not true. It's not even a real thing. It, it well, was. Uh, why can't they let go then? Oh, it's. Uh, so the, the jaw, it, they don't want to let go pretty much. It's not that they can't let go. That, like, that's a complete farce if you actually look it up. Um, that was like a narrative portrayed because it, it's a narrative that started in Florida. So in Florida, you can't even have pit bulls. Pit bulls are illegal there because they were predominantly used for breeding and fighting. Now, people can pass them off as like American terriers. Mm-hmm. But a, a, once they get to a certain age, like people fucking you can actually go to jail for having a pit bull. But like the whole narrative in itself is it, if you actually go back, it was an attack on uh, people of color, predominantly mm-hmm. Chicanos and black people, because the uh, the pit bull, American pit bull terrier, is actually the original dog of the United States. So if you go back, um, like the Little Rascals, for instance, the show from the early 1900s, that dog right. was a pit bull, and it was a pit bull on set with a bunch of kids. Pit bulls are the most loyal breed of dog, and I and the one thing I can say about pit bulls is if I mean that dude is probably like a terrible owner, or probably used to beat the shit out of that dog. Because he just didn't know how to train it. A, a lot of people's natural inclination, like when they have like a dog that's doing something they don't want, shits right. in the house, pisses in the house, like barking, spank it or do they hit it. Yeah. yeah. So that dog registers, oh, this person is a threat to me. And now they usually internalize that as I did something wrong. But I mean, it's the same thing like a, a kid. If you like hit your kid every day and then, you know, one day you go punk your kid and they're like, fuck that. I'm not taking it no more. And these kids end up fucking like killing their parents or beating the shit out of their parents. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just one of those things like you have to be careful with. Like my honestly, my dog, if it wasn't for her, I'd be fucking dead already. Um, there was a there was a dog that had gotten loose, German Shepherd, and actually fucking attacked me. And my I've dog been bit by one, too. Yeah. And like the dog was huge, like massive, like the neighbor was like training it to be a police dog. And I was like, this thing's going to be on the fucking streets. Like, get the fuck out of here. So when the, I got out of my car, the dog just jumped me and attacked me. My dog fucking jumped through the window of the front of the house, like head first. She went through the fucking window and fucking came and saved me and like fucked this dog up Damn. and like ripped its ear off and everything. 
And luckily, like one of the neighbors had like been recording it because they were going to put my dog to sleep. And I was like, fuck that. I'm alive because of my dog. Yeah. I had uh, two people break into my house and uh, I was held at gunpoint. My dog fucked them up. Fuck the shit out of them up. Uh, another dog. We had a roommate that had a dog. That dog got out and tried to attack me like midair. The dog is about this close to my face with its jaw open. And out of the side of my eye, I just see my dog grab it by the face and slam it up against the wall and fucking just saved me yeah, out of nowhere. Oh, she, Penny is my she would be over here right now, but I think she's sleeping. She's our she's our HR department here at uh, mm. Bad Night Productions. Bad Night um, Productions. But and then like also like in finding sobriety, like that dog fucking that dog showed me more love than any human being has. Like I could, you know, she never judged me just seeing me come home being off at rehab for a month and then coming home and like her just like crying so and melting happy. in my arms. Like, yeah, ain't no woman ever done that for me. Not even my own mother. <laughs> like, you feel me? So like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think a lot of which not, number laugh was that? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I that was, was number five. I think just like how not everybody should be a parent. Not everybody should be a dog. Oh, one thousand percent. Because it takes a certain kind of person, certain kind of patience, and it's you. Know, you have to be, you have to be diligent, thorough, and you got to be, you know, have that part part of your soul that's just always loving and just you know, just bear with it. It's a time thing, you know. You got to put a time, just like with anything, a relationship. You got to put time into it, right. you know. One hundred percent, man. Yeah, I feel you with that. Have you ever started a relationship at the gym? You ever find a baddie at the gym and hop on? Define a relationship. Uh, one night stand. Three yeah. months stand. That's not a relationship. A one That's night a stand is a one night relationship. That's not even a situationship. Oh, well. Yeah, I so. Situationships like. So I did jujitsu for about four years. Mm-hmm. And uh, shout out to Fabio Prado, Jujitsu. So there was a girl there and we used to roll around um, and then it kind of, I don't know, just the chemistry of rolling around and just choking each other out. We choking just uh, caught the vibes. That's, That's a bit. I'm surprised we haven't talked about kink on this show yet. Like feet and all that other shit. Yeah, that yeah we'll talk. I know. I, know. I, mean, it's, it's I have a, somebody who wants to come on and talk. Such about a wide range kink. of. Uh, I'm a huge. Topics. I'm hugely into like kink. Like what little, is your kink? So I'm not like a, are they? I'm not a huge, like I'm not a huge into feet. Like I like feet, but it's not like I'm trying to like fuck someone's toes and jizz all over them. <laughs> you know, I like giving like foot massages and shit and like little, you know, little co- toe kisses and whatnot. <laughs> Just being, you know, suave, suave, little cariño type shit. Yeah. Suavemente. Besame. <laughs> um, but uh, I like being choked like a girl who's just like riding me and just like choking me the fuck out and like slapping me in my face. Like, what and, do like, you want? And you're like oblivion bitten in my mouth like that type of oh, random shit, yeah. like pulling my hair mm-hmm. while she's biting my neck and like all that shit you hit me. <laughs> <laughs> she likes guys who like fingers in the butt. So uh, <laughs> I'll pass. <laughs> Have you ever had anybody do that to you? Yeah. 
Oh, like damn. No. She got fucking. I felt like she was ripping my shit open. Oh, bruh. did she just not know what she was doing? No, she had fucking nails. Like she was oh, goddamn fucking know. Freddy Krueger and no. fucking like I was just I don't like have nails, one hour like... later. Hemorrhoids. <laughs> 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 I don't have nails and I have narrow fingers. So you should find someone. Let, me, like let, us, let us see your finger right quick. Like show us your finger. I have big hands. I have like long like, fingers. Give us a finger like other side. Turn like the this, things around. Like this, right quick. Point at the camera. Oh my gosh! Just imagine that going in the anus. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Terrible. You're gonna have to get a fi- <laughs> file on that thing right quick. You feel me? <laughs> no, I had a girl fucking eat my ass out though. That shit was crazy, dog. Did you like it? Fuck yeah! <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, what the fuck is this? She was going back and forth. She was going back and bro. She had my legs in the air. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck, dog? She was fucking choking on my shit, then eating my ass, then choking on my shit, then eating my ass while she's jerking me off. I was like, bruh, is this what <laughs> this what these bitches be going through? No wonder they out here squirting across the fucking room. Shit. Oh my god. <laughs> Man. I'm not even gonna try to get this episode monetized. <laughs> <laughs> We this episode some- is sponsored by Burger King 90s cups, the jungle book. Get yours today. Hey, that I, is still got, I still got cut. some of those my at my mom's probably. I don't got them here, but probably at, at mom's. Oh, yeah, what did yeah, you yeah. say, Stella? You good? I said my aunt has all those. Man, I used to collect all the watches, though. All of the Burger King watches. They had fire watches. I don't know if you remember that. Vaguely. Vaguely remember that. M- most of my childhood is like... Uh, that shit got diluted in the drugs. And I, so like I'd say like ages like five through eight, I remember pretty good. Then like 12 through 15 and like 17, 18. Shelby can't remember shit. 2021 20, can't remember shit. And then like 23, 25, because I was in a relationship and like traumatized the fuck out of me. And then age 27 i'll remember nothing but then i came back like 28 29 so you ever see yourself getting married or what fuck no never (laughs) i did at one point and then i was just like you know what um i don't plan on being around that long to fucking find out and then like i don't know man i've always wanted to have kids but like i don't think that's gonna be a a possibility for me mm-hmm. fucking i've bro, i've tried getting girls pregnant and it just don't happen i'm wondering shooting if blanks like, or what no i don't shoot blanks i'm out here shooting that uzi that yeah but it's but just the guys in it don't not very swimming yeah i don't i don't No, they swim and i just don't think they're they got fully loaded clips like i don't think they out here with the right stuff you know and yeah. i and i think well, it's a, probably a part of, good that they don't make it then yeah, a part yeah, of I think a part not, of it has to do with like because I know yeah. like drugs can fuck up your shit. I think so. Alcoholism. I, I think that's why I'm always. I, I I've been talking about this lately. I think that's why I'm always kind of like in a way uh, uppity and kind of like seeming a little high in my mind. The way that I uh, think sometimes, I think it might be because my parents dabbled around when they were younger and it somehow yeah. stuck around the the dna somehow i don't know how all of that it works does. i'm not a scientist yeah, while you were in the womb yeah. yeah but i also have um this sensory thing that i just realized you know not that long ago because i because <clears throat> I, I also get like you know like i'm just gonna just be you know fully out there right now 
I don't talk about this all the time, but I, I get like anxiety and stuff like that. Right. <clears throat> oh, same. And um, it's a sensory thing. I only experience that when I'm in like, like crazy, uh, noisy environments. Like if I'm at a restaurant and like, there's a whole bunch of clinking and clacking. The there's too much, going, too much input, too much happening at once. Like my yeah. sensory, overstimulated. I, I get overstimulated and I start mm-hmm. having anxiety. I know how to control it because I've had it, you know, since do, I've been do young. Do you think maybe that might be a little bit of a PTSD? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, but, I um, got diagnosed with uh, CPTSD back in 2016. And I, I didn't know it because I was self-medicating. And when I first tried to get sober, I was like, man, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like the paranoia that I would have. Mm-hmm. And I'd always think like someone's trying to kill me. And like, granted, it was a lot of the interactions that I've had with people throughout life. The majority of them have not been positive, mm-hmm. whether it's been like with the police or people in the street or people at school, people in my neighborhood, the, my people at home. I never really. Yeah, and there's a ton of shit like I, I don't like talking about it. Um I probably shouldn't talk about it, but I just talk about it anyways, because if I don't, it's it's still up here. If if I feel like when once I talk about it, I feel like a part of that is just, you know, it's out in the universe. I'm not harboring so much of it and it's easier to cope with. And I think within like the last two years alone, like I started seeing a therapist um, and that's helped a lot really a lot I, I mean everybody the, needs it yeah like I, so too. I, I still have states of like paranoia and anxiety and like um like i i have a heart rate monitor and oximeter um i have uh it's called wolf heart mm-hmm. and uh like uh you talked about having like the tachycardia yeah i have that. i have the same thing so sometimes like my resting heart rate will be like 145 bpms yeah like I wake up in the morning and my heart is just like I, I'm on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've been hospitalized a couple of times because of it. And like, they've told me that I need to have surgery and I'm just like, yeah, but you said that shit's like 50, 50% survival rate. So I'm going to just keep doing me until right. the time comes. It hasn't killed me yet. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. if you say I got to a 35, I'll wait till then. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, the biggest thing is like finding healthy coping mechanisms mm-hmm. rather than um, going straight to a substance or just flashing on people or like, you know, I, I think we can all agree. Like uh, if shit ever popped off, we'd be the first ones to be like, what's up? Let's throw hands then, you know, get up with also like, what's up? Like right. ain't nobody really reaching for no gun right away. Mm-hmm. But where people like, if you got a problem, let's th- let's throw it down. Let's handle it. Now, as I get older, it's like uh, I kind of like all my teeth in my mouth. And right. uh, you for surely ain't paying for that because right. we ain't going to court because I ain't finna say nothing. So like maybe I could just use my words now. And I mean, I don't mean to flex as like this grandiose laureate with this uh, um, uh, fucking pretentious vernacular and a plethora of words in my lexicon. But uh, <laughs> I fucking I, I try not I try not to fucking uh be a pawn in someone's uh, proverbial machinations. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get into this like throwdown. Like I'm like, all right, cool, brother. That's you. You do you. I'm not the right. high school kid no more. Who's that's right. now? It's just like whatever. I don't need that stress because I'm never gonna see you again. 
you're never going to see me again. And it's just whatever you're just, this is a fickle interaction in our lives in this fickle fucking universe and just let it go. And then the stress slowly fucking just dissolves from there. You know, mm-hmm. it's yeah. just, just like I was saying, like just healthy, healthy ways to cope with things and talking about it is the biggest thing. And that's one of the things like I do on my podcast is we just me and cause me and my, my partner chip, we both been through some shit and we just talk about it now. It's therapeutic. I, yeah, it really is. It really it's like being at the day spa. You feel me? Getting mm-hmm. my mud mask on. I'm getting my heated <laughs> rocks, putting that on my letting that stress off my body, yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. it's good. It's a healthy way to do things, you know. No, because yeah. otherwise you go crazy one day and you shoot someone over fourteen hundred fucking bucks. Right. What's up? Like that's yeah. crazy. That's true, man. No, you put yeah. everything very, very good just now, actually. I couldn't agree more. It's fucking awesome. My bad. I tend to go on tangents. No, bro. I I love it. I fucking love it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's vibing. It's vibing time. What, Stella? (laughs) Lucho. You're a fucking man, bro. Did I tell you that? Ah, man. I'm just a a regular old guy. I know everybody listening to this right now really, really enjoyed this episode. I think so. I did. I did. I had fun. And I know that uh, I don't even feel sick anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Feel good now? Yeah, yeah. We done cured the man. That's awesome, man. Shout out to that. Sleep like a baby. (laughs) Yeah, bro. So where could everybody find you on on Instagram? I know you're not crazy about uh, social media and stuff like that, but uh, so people could find you. Where could they find you? Yeah, everybody can find usually everywhere, anywhere on the Internet is just straight up Lucho Amor. Uh, it's usually just one word um, on Instagram. It's at Lucho Amor um, Venmo at Lucho dash Amor fucking in your mama's phone. It probably says daddy. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just pretty much. I yeah, love it, man. Lucho Amor, what's up with so, the vibes? You can find my podcast at Bad Night Productions definitely. on YouTube. You can find uh, Bad Night Productions on Instagram. Um, yeah, everywhere. I'm somewhere in the universe trying to find yeah. my place. We're trying to come do your podcast sometime too, bro. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I just figured out the whole fucking screen record thing yesterday. <laughs> hey. Finally, man. I just figured it out and then I got an external. I have two computers running simultaneously now. So I do the desktop for recording and the laptop to work my majak. Yeah. If you ever if you ever have any questions or you know, need a need No, for surely. We for we for surely gonna get it popping on there. I might have to do like I might have to do like one at one person at a time before I can get like get both of y'all in, but I definitely gotta get both of y'all in the mix for sure. I, I definitely down. I, yeah I and I because I, I definitely need like the uh the 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 female counterpart to balance this out because we be popping off some wild shit on my y'all show. do be popping off some wild popping shit and off. I got some shit to say <laughs> you know me <laughs> hey I, I I I know like sometimes like uh we be like talking shit about women too but it's not about all women uh, just like how you know, not all men are shit. Not all women are are shit. Like uh, you know, there's 
fabulous fucking women out there who don't get the recognition they deserve. And I hate that they fucking don't because like this, this, uh, this idea that people have of women is like, yo, you're on some fucking dumb shit. Like women are, I don't know if you noticed, but women are people too, you know? A lot, yeah. a lot of dudes wow. out there. Wow, that's not a crazy just idea, a bunch of right? fire hydrants. Guys, okay. We're a bunch have... of fire hydrants with pussies. Fire hydrants with pussies. That's yeah. what we'll call this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in, and we will catch you. Lucha, don't go nowhere. We'll I'm catch not... everybody listening and watching to this. I mean, watching to this, watching and listening to this <laughs> next time. Episode fifty-one. We out. Slide.